Oh, hey! Sorry I didn't see you there, this is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time machine is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! Travelers, welcome back to the Time Machine Podcast with me, Becca Stogna. <laughs> and me, Hunter Martin. What if we made an all-British musical podcast? Welcome to the Time Machine, where we review Disney Channel stuff, mate. I don't, I don't think I could do it. Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> wind, wind in the east. <laughs> oh, that you'll do. <laughs> All right. I'll always do wins in the east. You know how, like, I don't want to bring the podcast down, but you know how, like, a lot of big-time celebrities have been passing away recently? Yeah, I wouldn't My... call those people big-time, but yeah. Betty White? Well, Betty White was, like, the first one, and then we lost, Bob like, Saget? four or five minor celebrities. Bob Saget is not minor. He is to me. Get, well, you're minor to me. <laughs> After that, and then Meatloaf, who I guess minor, that means I, I saw, I saw Meatloaf within the last six months of his life. Oh, because he d- he was uh, at my restaurant twice. Well, what I what us what that brought up was us doing the winds in the east thing. I've seen TikToks. It's like, don't go on unnecessary journeys, yeah. and it's like pictures of Julie Andrews, Angela Lansbury, Dick Van Dyke, and stuff like that. Yeah, shoo. Which we're not gonna talk about it. Don't yeah, don't manifest that. We don't so, we don't talk we don't talk about Bruno and we don't talk about those people. Shall I shall I start the life update portion of the pod? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so bummed? It's big news. Then share it. I got a job. <laughs> I got a work from home job, which means I no longer have to be in the food service industry. Um, my nights and my weekends will be free. If I Ooh. want to do things, I don't have to ask off for them months and months in advance. I'm very excited. So my last day at my restaurant job will be... The day before next week's episode, our 50th, comes out. Ooh. How long have you been working in the food service industry consistently? Six years. Six years. That's a l- Almost, yeah. I started at this restaurant in 2016. Mm. What was your first job ever? Uh, it was a restaurant job. In high school or yeah. college? Or- high school my first I've, I've worked at a few like a handful of restaurants and then like one like counter service place where you mm. like walk up and order and then you sit down and i worked at a journeys like the shoe store for two weeks my f- <laughs> it was a short journey for you i hated it <laughs> i hated it so much you just couldn't stand to look at the vans any longer well they made me work it's not related to anything. They two, two of the shifts that I worked were Black Friday and Thanksgiving night, and they had me work six p.m. to midnight on Thanksgiving night, and then come back in and do six a.m. to three p.m. on Black Friday. And they had Journeys was like you got a minimum wage basis, and then you would make like commission on whatever you sold. Oh, but they had like literally every employee in the store working on black friday and those stores are really small so there was like maybe three people selling shoes and literally everybody else was 
I like I spent most of my time walking around and like rotating the display shoes like an inch to the left. <laughs> Winds of the east, inch <laughs> to the left. Black Friday was brewing. Now to begin. My first job was um, in high school, and it was working at the YMCA. The after school now care. Now you you have some new jobs as well. Yes, uh, for those of you who don't know, I have relocated, and I've been on the job search, and I have some things in the pipeline. And now I'm like doing some training. Nice. I will be hosting trivia a couple nights out of the week at bars, so I think that'll be really fun. Yeah. And then I have a couple things in the works that That's hopefully so will be happening. Just just a little. I I I don't give all my secrets away. Yeah. I'm uh, thinking about um, at some point once I get settled into my job, since I can work from anywhere, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about just like coming up to visit all y'all for like <gasps> a week. We would have we'll, we'll have to do something for the pod. Yeah, but I would just chill and like you know do my work during the day and then whatever yeah. at night. It'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, well, things are moving. Things are grooving, man. Something is brewing. Brewing. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of something is brewing, we got some Disney four hundred one brewing. <laughs> Oh, really? Yes. Let's get into it. <laughs> All right. First news story of the app. We had a Disney reunion on a podcast. Yes, we did. And that podcast followed our podcast. Yes. Uh, the podcast called Back to the Best recently did a Disney Channel reunion of the stars of Double Team, Annie Mc... Oh, I'm going to mess up her name. Annie McEwen and Poppy Monroe. I'm sorry, Annie. I just messed up your name. But yes, the two stars of Double Team came on their podcast. And yes, back to the best. They follow us. So shout out to them. I messaged them and said, is it okay if we talk about you guys on our podcast? They're like, oh, yeah, sure. So yeah, they just talked about what, how they got on Double Teamed, how it was filming it, and just the after effects. And they say like they're getting even more recognized now that it's on Disney+. Plus. And this is like, kind of like the first time the two of them have seen each other in a very wa- long while. Um, and they said, Poppy has had a new perspective about her Disney experience more than two decades two decades later. She says, one of the things Disney is known for is being thrifty. They are delivering a lot of content, she said. They're also creating a platform for a lot of young people coming up. It's a perfect marriage for keeping a set really lean, not necessarily being known for paying everyone really well and giving a platform to emerging talent. I want to talk about later on when we get when we talk about what we're actually talking about for this episode mm-hmm. about Disney being cheap because I have I've I just want to talk about that but as it as it pertains to our coverage today yes about Disney interesting. being cheap because I've read okay. some things about Disney being cheap and I think this what we're talking about today is a main issue about that anyway wouldn't shock me um love double teamed you ever I've seen never it? seen it. <gasps> you haven't? No. You know it's based off a true story. Okay. Because for a <laughs> while, in the early 2000s, 90s, Disney Channel did a lot of sports movies. They did, yeah. That were based off the true stories. Like, all the ones I haven't seen are, like, Double Teamed, Motocross, like those. The moment, spoilers for Double Teamed if you've never seen it, there's a moment where they're going on a championship game and one of the twins, whose whole life is basketball she sprains her knee (gasps) and traumatizing as a child to watch that at least for me dang the way the girl acted i could have sworn that was caught on camera and they just wrote it in 
Wow. And the, well, I, I don't want to spoil it because I because the best scene is at the end. And if you've seen Double Team, you know what I'm talking about. And that's all I'm going to say. So, yeah, shout out to Back to the Best. They're back at it again. <laughs> and we love Double Teamed. You love Double Teamed. I've never seen Double Teamed. Well, we, you love the idea of Double Teamed. Sure. You love a good Disney Channel reunion. Of course. All right. Always. Um, all right. Next story is something that has slipped through the fingers of us Disney 401 reporters. Apparently, Corbin Blue is on a TV show currently. Oh. And I did not know about it. It is called The Real Dirty Dancing. His booty bounce! His booty bounce is about to get even dirtier. So, it's on Fox. So, basically, this is what the show's about. It's called The Real Dirty Dancing. And eight celebrities fully immerse themselves in the ultimate dirty dancing experience. Set in Virginia's Mountain Lake Lodge, the real location of the film's fictional lodge, the stars partner (laughs) up... What? I just... This is ridiculous. Yes. The stars partner up and attempt to recreate classic scenes, including the legendary lift that cemented the film spot in cinematic history. Throughout the event, special Dirty Dancing's memorable music music and unforgettable fashion transport viewers back to the magical summer of 1963. The competition also features special guest judges who help decide which celebrity couples make it through and which couples are put in a corner. In the end, one couple is crowned the winning baby and Johnny becoming the real Dirty Dancing champions. Dog, I'm sorry. I don't know why we're still celebrating Dirty Dancing. Like, it has been long known that it is <laughs> creepy. Is it? Yeah, because Miss Girl is supposed to be, like, 16, and Patrick Swayze's character is supposed to be, like, in his, what, like, 30s? No. Well, he's definitely, like, older than her, and she's definitely a minor in the film. I, I don't think they were that far, like, the actors were that far apart. But look. Okay, in the film. Ba- okay. Baby is 18. And Johnny is 24 in the movie. Okay. It's still a little weird, though. It's one of my mom's favorite movies. It's fine. Um, Corbin? Why? <laughs> <laughs> what else is he doing right now? Like, well, he was he was just in a movie with Monique. I know, but I'm sure that didn't do anything. Like, My thing is, I feel like Corbin has an advantage. Let me tell you why. Why? Because Kenny choreographed Dirty Dancing. Kenny Ortega. Oh my gosh, you're right. So do you think? <laughs> do you think? Do you think Kenny will be a judge at some point? He has Maybe. to be. But then, I feel like it's a little nepotism if Kenny's a judge and Corbin is dancing. It's not nepotism. It's a conflict of interest. Yeah, but because Corbin's my, not his son. <laughs> in my mind, that's his like entertainment father. <laughs> sure. Even though technically his dad is an entertainment father because Corbin Blue's dad played his own dad in Jump In. But that's not the I point. remember that. I remember that being a big to-do. Um, I'm cheering for you, Corbin, even though I don't understand why you're doing this. I don't understand the concept of this show. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, have you ever attempted the dirty dancing lift? No! You want to try? I am big! No. <laughs> No. <laughs> I have either been I have either been taller or less stick thin than everyone I've ever dated. So that will not be happening. 
I think. I mean, it's great music. I just don't understand the point of the show. I don't either. Like, like I, why? Like, why right now? Why? Like, I understand. At all. Dance, I understand Dancing with the Stars, which Corbin Blue has also been on. Yeah. Like, it's supposed to like. I guess I'm like, what do these people gain from it? Right. Like, at, le- at least for Dancing with the Stars, it's like turning non-dancing celebrities to celeb- to dancers. Don't you also win, like, prize money? Yes, I don't... W- yeah. Because, like, that's the whole thing that I've had with the Masked Singer, is that all you get when you win the Masked Singer is the golden mask. Yeah. You just I- get a trophy. Like, you don't get money. And half yeah. the people they've unmasked were already singers in the first place that people already knew that just, like, hadn't done anything in a while. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you, I guess you get crowned <laughs> the baby and Johnny of the universe. Who else is on this show if I know them? Here's you a can't be picture. the baby and the Johnny of the universe when baby and Johnny were played by other people. Like, Okay, oh I'm, looking, I'm looking at the cast, and <laughs> I don't know any of these people. Yeah. I'm reading, oh, okay, Disney Channel Connection, Lonnie Love. Who? She... She hosts The Real with Adrian Bailon. So there's a Disney Channel connection for you. Okay. We always say the DCCU, Disney Channel Cinematic Universe, is ever-expanding. Anyway, I'm cheering for you, Corbin. Make us Disney Channel darlings proud, man. You got it. You got this. He'd make us proud if he actually did a project of worth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have a pregnancy announcement. Ooh. Which we'll touch upon because, you know, it's a little controversial, so I don't want to spend too much time on it. Uh, Shia LaBeouf is reportedly having a child oh. with the person he is in a relationship with. I just want to mention it because we always try to mention what's going on, Disney deliveries, but just felt like I should mention it. Moving sure. on. From one baby to another, Brenda Song did an interview and revealed de- details about her relationship with Macaulay Culkin and their new son. So... Brenda Song obviously did an interview because she just welcomed her first child back last year. And now we reported that her and Macaulay Culkin are now engaged. And so she opened up about being engaged for the first time as well as the first year as her, as a new mom. She says her and her fiance are very hands-on. They don't have a nanny, but her mom lives with them and has been living with them for the past nine months. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she just goes on to say, like, it's just been a struggle and, like, a really big eye-opener trying to balance all things at once. Because she's currently on a Hulu show called Dollface, so she has to be up at 4 a.m. in the morning. And just the things she would usually do on set are now different. Like, she'll sit in her trailer and run lines while she's breast pumping. Mm. <laughs> and so she's like, that's new. Um, she's, she also added that it's been the biggest challenge is being away from her family. And she's going to say, I know everyone feels that way. There are so many long days where I'd get home and my son would already be asleep. And she also (laughs) goes on to say that I think when you and your partner have kids, especially the first few months, you don't have the patience to be polite with each other. And that goes, and that just told me, tells me that you do not want to cross Brenda song. I wouldn't. I feel like I knew that. Right. So did you ever have like a, um, full-on babysitter as a kid? Uh, there was somebody in my neighborhood that would come over sometimes and just hang out. But 
I don't know. Like, my parents didn't have one that often. Were your parents ever, like, stay-at-home parents? My mom was a stay-at-home mom from as long as I can remember. Yeah, my mom was a stay-at-home mom off and on. And then once we got older, she went back to work full-time. But we had a babysitter for a long time who would go on vacations with us and all that. (sighs) Yeah, my mom would, like, work... Like, she started substitute teaching when I was, like, in high school, but I was 14 by then, so I could yeah. be at home by myself. But I love the, I love Brenda Song in the news. I think she's, like, in the news a lot right now, because, one, she's promoting a show, so she's doing interviews, and just, like, it's kind of, like, a nostalgic relationship, because it's London Tipton. Yeah. And, and Kevin McAllister. Kevin McAllister. I know. I, I feel like, also, there's new people every day that are finding out that they're together and are, like, oh? I know. I remember. I remember when it was announced that they were pregnant, we posted on our Instagram story, on the Time Machine Instagram story, a poll if you knew that Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song were in a relationship. And the majority of people had no idea. Yeah. So. And then, like, I didn't know that they had gotten engaged. Like, I feel like there's so much well, mystery they just, about... They just recently got engaged. I know, but I... Well, I guess I didn't know that they hadn't already been engaged. Like, right. I don't know. There's a lot... They're not very, like public people no i mean macaulay culkin is known for being very private yeah which is great like and so i, you do I you. think i think if you're in a relationship with a private person you're just like and if that that's what adds to this it's like him there are like certain celebrities where like they'll you see them in public for 12 years and all they're doing is getting into their car and it makes like news right like him i would say the olsen twins Every time they're they're spotted out, even if they're just smoking a cigarette, it's on like every entertainment website. Yeah, like Olsen Twins spotted same with him, them and Macaulay Culkin, because like they were just in our faces for years as children, and then they were just like, "We're done." So well, Macaulay's also had like this, like a rise and fall, and then another rise. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. also part of I I don't know. It's weird. It's weird how many people don't know about them at all still yeah so you heard it here first for some of you (laughs) brenda's to repeat brenda song and macaulay culkin are recently engaged and they have a son named dakota that they welcomed into the world last year everyone caught up to speed good and that's all the 411 i got for you today (laughs) all right well speaking of uh of brenda song oh yeah um Oh, hey, oh. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, we're setting sail today. We're looking at another first episode that we haven't touched on before. And I guess it's prevalent that we touched on it because last week, Hunter said that he thought that this show, that he would put this show below Good Luck Charlie. And I said, what? And I'm coming back this week to say that you were right. Okay. It's The Sweet Life on Deck. Yes. We're talking about The Sweet Life on Deck. The first episode called The Sweet Life Set Sail aired on September 26th, 2008. Becca, do you know when The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody ended? Not that long before this. The sweet. So obviously this is a spinoff of The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. This is Disney Channel's second spinoff ever. Their first spinoff was obviously Cory in the House. And the reason they want to do a spinoff because Disney Channel saw that The Sweet Life still had a lot of momentum. And so they decided to continue on the adventures of I think the two they twins. Proved that statement incorrect by 
of the two twins living in a hotel. So the Sweet Life on Deck ran from September 26, 2008 up until May 6, 2011. And when it finally wrapped up, as of 2011, the Sweet Life series has holds the record with 162 episodes of having the longest-running continuous characters on air and the most canon episodes for any Disney Channel series. Wow. So... The Sweet Life Zack and Cody ended September 1st, 2008. <laughs> and so, yeah, I remember the turnaround being really tight. So three weeks later, basically. But I guess that's like maybe why, because Sweet Life on Deck, like with it happening so fast, we didn't have time to to miss the sweet life or to like yeah. reminisce on the sweet life and be like, oh, we want more. It was just like, I you remem- want more, huh? I remember <laughs> seeing the commercials before yeah. the show even stopped airing. But for more like behind the scenes context, the Sweet Life Zach and Cody wrapped filming in August of 2007. Mm-hmm. So I think they had a little bit more time in between on deck. And well, they probably Zach- did, but we certainly didn't. Oh, we did not. So I may have the, told the, you this before. The Tipton Hotel, the Tipton Hotel, the Tipton Ho- Hotel was not even cold yet when the, the when the right. SS Tipton and then, set sail. Well, I mean, we'll get to this, but when the episode opens, it implies that Mosby has already been on the cruise for a while. Yeah. So how long has he been away from the Tipton? Like, if there's been, like, no time in between. Yeah, there's a, there's a significant time difference between on deck and Zach and Cody because. It seems well, like three Mosby months. Ha- There's at it's least a- three months. Oh yeah, because I, I wrote it down that Mosby said he'd been gone for three months, and I was like, oh, the hotel itself must be yeah in well, shambles without him. But <laughs> and our but in our <laughs> audience, it's only been three weeks, <laughs> right? So um, I mean, we'll get to all that. But when this came out, I remember being so excited. Like really? I, I was so excited. I preemptively changed the wallpaper on my school-issued laptop to a Sweet Life on Deck downloadable wallpaper. What? I was going to have well, a is, is, party. Was it the picture of like them on the anchor? It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I Yeah, so I made that my wallpaper like a couple days before the show came out. And I was planning on having a premiere party and having a couple of my friends come over to watch it. And everybody backed out at the last minute. So I watched (gasps) the show by myself. That's so sad. (laughs) The episode came. I watched it. Well, I also remember in the weeks leading up to this coming out, there were a lot of like Disney Channel commercial breaks about Debbie Ryan. Yes. And how they had like found Debbie Ryan in this nationwide search. And she was just a regular girl. Plucked right. from Barney Stardom, which is like the Disney Channel foddering grounds. Right, as it wasn't going to go to Disney on the same thing. Right, but, okay. but they kind of made it seem like she was this like absolute nobody that they just like found. Because you yeah. know when they would have those pop-ups in the mall where they were mm-hmm. like, be a Disney star. Yeah. It made it seem like they found her in one of those. And I doubt that they did, but. Yeah, so. Yeah, it was like a hot ticket like following her going into this. So I was I do. I remember. I remember. Things. The audition, like they yeah. showed her audition, and then the episode happened, and I watched it, and I was like, I didn't enjoy that at all. And I went well, back and like looked at my. I remember looking at my laptop screen and being like, 
And I like left it as my wallpaper for a couple more days. And then I think I changed it to like Mamma Mia or something. Well, you may not have enjoyed it, but the overall viewership was very high. 5.7 million people tuned in to watch the first episode. And the show was TV, was also TV's number one series in kids 6 to 11 and number one scripted series in tweens 9 to 14 in 2008, outpacing Hannah Montana and Wizards of Waverly Place in the ratings. I did see that. So, it like, it was outpacing. I mean, it helps that it's a continue. So, this is what I'm talking about. So, I mm-hmm. read somewhere that, obviously, and I've heard, like, in interviews, that Disney Channel is notoriously cheap. Right. And they have that old 65 rule. Mm-hmm. where they wouldn't do a show past 65 episodes because I think mainly because of money, but then they would be like, because storylines, the kids are getting well, older. Then, yeah, the kids are getting older. So be a thing. this is, so basically, if I know correctly, that if they did a fourth season of The Sweet Life, they would have to negotiate contracts. Mm-hmm. The Sweet Life, Zach and Cody. So instead of doing that, they ended the show, did On Deck, and so that was a brand new show, so they didn't have to do contract negotiations because you're starting yeah. as a brand new show. So okay, that's why I think that's a way Disney's cheap. And they only brought back for those of you who don't know the general premise of the Sweet Life on Deck is that there's a high school aboard this Tipton cruise that's called yeah. Seven Seas High, which is the most unimaginative name. Well, that was almost going to be the title of the show. Seven Seas High. It was going to be Seven Seas High. The Sweet Ugh. Life sets. Uh, the or the sweet life set sale or <laughs> yes <laughs> what is this a play <laughs> <laughs> like you know how all plays are titled like something something or the way that i scraped my knee in the-, <laughs> the way that i scraped my knee the way that i boarded the ship on the ss <laughs> sheetle juice or the way that i was when you were with me the way we were but yeah, there was alternate titles. I think one of the Weird. alternate titles was also going to be SS Tempton. Okay. Well, yeah, I just I don't understand why there's oh, just well, a high wait, school I, on I ha- this vacation I, cruise. Hold but... on, I have the I have the official list of all the working titles. Oh, how many were there? So, there's it was going to be called Deck Eight. What? Because I guess the classroom's on the eighth deck. I don't know. Um, SS Tipton. Semester FC. I don't know that. Uh, maybe it was a type of meant semester FC. Or The Sweet Life on Water. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved that because it would remind me of like The Sweet Life on Ice. I know. That'd be so funny. But there was, there was an episode of The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, one of the last episodes where they go on the SS Tipton. So it was introduced in the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. I just, I don't understand the idea of having a high school on board a vacation cruise. Yeah, I was like, while watching the episode, I was like, imagine you spend all your life savings finally being able to afford a cruise. You're so excited. You're like, oh my gosh, we're going to the SS Tipton. We're going to go to Jamaica. It's going to be great. And then you find out that there's about 40 teenagers going to class here and you're also, like what the the dorm rooms are bigger than the rooms that you sleep in on like actual cruises yes i've been on a cruise <laughs> me too and the 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 rooms are small they're small as hell 
and, and when they're like bunked. Yeah, and when Carrie was saying goodbye to Zach and Cody, Cody's like, "Oh, I'll email you." Unless you're docked, you really don't have any internet connection because no. you're in the middle of the ocean. Right. <laughs> and even then, don't you have to pay like fat bucks for it? Yeah. Like, but I, I guess remember when I when I went on the cruise, I just left my phone at home. Yeah. Anyway, let's start from the beginning, shall we? Yeah, I had something else I was going to say. I don't remember what. I was just trying to like the concept of the show and the concept of the first episode is that Zach, Cody, London, London. and Mosby are first of all the only returning cast members. Yes, cuz I Harry is in this first episode. I think maybe Esteban was on one episode later, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I think Esteban was on it. Ashley Tisdale came back for an episode. Because I remember that being a big deal. Yeah. Um, and I think Carrie makes a couple appearances throughout the show. Was this also around the time that they were developing the Arwen pilot? Or was that yeah, before so this? Yeah, so I think it was around this time. And when Arwen didn't go through, there was going to be a spinoff of Arwen taking care of his nieces and nephews. And one of the nieces was going to be played by Selena Gomez. Yeah. So that didn't, so that didn't go through. So then they said, let's try the Sweet Life on Deck. And basically have the it's the same show, kind of. It is, I mean, but the, it's not. It is, but it's not. I wrote that like the general vibe of this for me was that these are sweet life jokes and sweet life setups, but something is missing. I mean, it's. I think they're just surrounded by. I think what set apart the sweet life is Zach and Cody with other Disney Channel shows, is that basically Zach and Cody were the only kids on the show. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Maddie and London were teenagers, but there was a, there was an age gap. Yeah. Um, and Sweet Life on Deck, everyone's about the same age, so it's more teenagers. And then you have Mosby and the teacher. While Sweet Life on Deck, it was two little kids, two teenagers, and the rest of the adults. So I think that's what is different. Yeah, and then London is like. Oh, worse? I, I said London has gone on, has transformed into full idiot. I wrote London. London is like having Karen moments throughout. And it made me wonder if London Tipton herself would grow up to become a Karen. Because she immediately starts by like jumping the line for the registration and being like, I don't remember what she says, but she jumps the line because her daddy owns the boat. Well, duh. And... I mean, in the Sweet Life Zack and Cody, she would always be like, my dad owns the hotel. No, I, I know. But. She also, like, she gets put in a room with a roommate who is a horrible stereotype. Oh, yeah. And um, London thinks she's the maid. Yeah. I said. <gasps> Which is also Yikes. a bad stereotype. Like, they're not making this girl, like, no. I don't know. And then London buys her out of school by giving her two pieces of jewelry. <laughs> and the girl immediately runs off the boat and is like, I have to shop. I know. Um, but going back to the opening scene is yeah, like yeah, Mo- yeah. Mosby is, I guess, the cruise director. Yeah. And they're having the first semester at sea and London gets told by her dad that she has to go to semester at sea. So she can't just like fly to Paris for lunch yeah. and skip her classes. And then it turns out Zach and Cody are also coming aboard because the discount Carrie has for working at the hotel. And like we said earlier, it's been about three months since Mosby's seen the twins. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as he learns that um, the twins are coming to board the ship, I think Mosby does a suicide attempt. He does because people like 
realistically if you leap from the top deck of a cruise like that you have like not very great chances of survival also i may need you to go back and screenshot this because i'm sure this is not what it says but when mosby was running and he jumped off the deck there this guy had a shirt on and it looked like it said asshole on the back of the shirt. I'm 100% sure that's not what it said. <laughs> I know that it's not, but it looked like it. And maybe if you look at it quick enough, you'll see. But yes, luckily, after most speech tried to get rid of himself, um, luckily he was saved by the life, the jaws of life, and he gets right, taken back which, aboard the, the ship. Um, Then we see our newcomer, Debbie Ryan. And let me tell you, Bailey, Debbie Ryan, who plays Bailey, is no Maddie. No. And I think that's I, what they were going for because she's still the same, like, good girl. And yeah. she's smart and, and tomboyish and poor. And she comes from nowhere and she rooms with London. So she's, like, very mm-hmm. obviously set up to be Maddie's replacement. But she starts by saying goodbye to her mom, like, making her mom leave. And yeah. she sneaks into the women's bathroom. And Which makes no out. sense. Well, the way she sneaks in is like she's looking around to see if anyone's looking at her. You're new to the ship. Right. Like no just, one knows you. Just walk. Just go to the bathroom. Yeah. And she comes into, she goes to the girls' restroom and comes back out in a disguise as a boy. Because apparently there were no more girl rooms for the school year. So she pretended to, she applied as a boy and she got in. So. Yeah. Which. Amanda I Bynes. I don't know why. <laughs> Amanda Bynes and she's the man. She is not. No, this, because I don't know why they like her dressing up as a boy has to equal her being a hip hop stereotype because she's got yeah. on like the baggy clothes and the hoodie. And she's very much like, yo, dog, don't even sweat it, G. Yeah. Which is weird. Like they didn't have to do that. Yeah. It, it was, I, I don't guess, know. Like, so like she can't even act. She has to act so opposite of herself. Um, she looks she looks like if you remember from Hannah Montana when Oliver would disguise himself she as does, one of Hannah's friends. But without the soul patch. Yeah, that's kind of the vibe you get. Ugh. And she ends so, up rooming with um with Zach. Zach. And Co- well, first Zach and Cody say say goodbye to Carrie, and of course Cody's showing all his emotions and he's like I I made six casser- six months worth of casseroles for you. And you have to pre the oven and it goes in for 45 minutes the oven and carrie goes does that include defrosting time <laughs> and zach goes no six it, i mean Cody months goes, worth of casseroles where are they keeping all those right i've seen your hotel room it's not, <laughs> well now that she, now that she oh my gosh i just realized since zach and cody are no longer in that in that hotel room carrie finally doesn't have to sleep on the fold-out couch right Good for her. But where's she gonna keep? Maybe she still sleeps on the fold-out couch and keeps all the casseroles <laughs> in the bedroom. No, she she deserves the she deserves the big room. And then Zach ends up like crying and being like, "Mommy, don't go." He sounds just like that too. He does. Mommy, can we? Um, we have to talk about the theme song real quick. Okay. I think it's a flop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because they're very clearly reaching for the same like punk rock vibe of Sweet Life, but it's just like. I mean, it's very, the show's kind of copy and paste because even the transition I mean, into yeah, different, even the transition into different scenes of the show is like of Zach and Cody, but instead of hotel windows, it's uh, ship, ship, ship. The window. only thing that was really different about the theme song that I didn't like was how the theme song of Sweet Life was all shots from the show. 
Yeah. And this has like maybe three clips from the show, and the rest of it yeah. is like staged. Scenes yeah, I hate of, like, that. Debbie Ryan snatching a soccer ball and being like, "Look at the porn!" and like London yeah. taking a picture and. I don't like that either. Then they they tried to do because I'm pretty sure there was a shot at some point of Ashley Tisdale getting hit by a pillow. Hmm. Well, they have the shot of like Debbie Ryan getting hit by a pillow, implying that someone threw a pillow at her. And I feel like there was a very similar oh, sure. Ashley Tisdale shot in the theme song at some point. Oh, I'm but, sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, not like a not as bad as Shake It Up. Once again, I will always come back to that. But right, it. The theme song in general is just kind of annoying and, and floppishness for me. Yeah. So, cut to the show after the theme song. We're already in for a ride. Yeah. Um, oh, we also meet the main teacher of the show, Miss Tutwiler. She's annoying. Mm-hmm. Check. <laughs> Check on that one. Um, but then we also meet Cody's roommate, Woody. Woody. Who is yes. a slobby slob. He's a slobby slob. I love to say, I was like, oh, he has braces. Usually Disney Channel shows the characters are not seen with braces, even though everyone is 13. So this is presumably like a, if it's a semester at sea, months, months long, maybe five, six months. Mm-hmm. Man, man packed two pairs of underwear. And one of them know. is the one he's currently wearing. Yeah, I don't know why they called it Semester at Sea when the show was on for three seasons and they graduated at the end. Maybe they just stayed for another semester? Like, I don't know. Eh. Um, <laughs> I will have to... I will have to say... Um, when London was interacting with her first roommate who she bribed off the ship, I forget what she said, but the first roommate told London to drop Deb... Yeah. And the and the way London gasped really got me. I don't know what Like you laughed? The, I laughed. The only thing I laughed at in this Brenda episode Song, Brenda Song is, is a comedian. The only thing I laughed at is I laughed a couple times. I think probably the same thing that you laughed at. When when Bailey and Zach meet for the first time? Yes, because Okay. He So 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 let's talk about that. Uh-huh. He asked so, her a question about like. Well, well, first, first. So we established. So Cody and Zach are very excited that they're not sharing a room mm-hmm. for the first time. So Zach's fin- probably like, "Yes, finally get someone who's like not so uptight." And Cody's like, "Finally, I get someone who's not going to be a slob." And of course, Woody is such a slob. And then, and then uh, Bailey, Bailey just- comes in there with like a set schedule for the shower and the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Obviously. We know so that Zach won't find out that she's a girl, but Zach doesn't know that. Yeah, and so Zach's like, "Oh man!" So, so Bailey, disguised as a boy, is like unpacking her suitcase, and she picks up a bikini top, <laughs> and Bailey goes, "Oh, that's not mine. That's my girlfriend's." And Zach goes, "Oh, I wasn't thinking it was yours." And he goes, "So, what's your girl like?" And then Bailey goes, "Oh, she's smart. She has a great personality," and Zach goes. Arf, arf. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny, very fitting for teenage piggish Zach. <laughs> like the line delivery was <laughs> impeccable. I mean, we know he... the Sprouse brothers are our comedy teens. Oh, no. Yeah. Zach but I just put... love it's so funny because like that's how I would. I was more of a girl like that. And that's how I would have described myself. Like my go to when I was writing stories when i was little my go-to way of describing myself was like 
pretty in a subtle way or like pretty in a way that you didn't recognize at first. <laughs> it was very Melicia Bella, if you know that reference. No, I don't. You should. It's the girl that reads her Ashton Kutcher fan fiction on stage at that talent show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because she's like, she was pretty, but not in a way that everyone noticed at first. Yeah. But the ARF, <laughs> Zach saying ARF, ARF sent me into a different orbit. <laughs> I just was not expecting that. And it was like just the perfect response. I know. And like, Bailey was like, uh, no. But also, if you plan on going on this whole ass cruise disguised as a male, why did you Wait. pack a bikini top? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, you're going to need a binder, and you're going to need a swim shirt, and some trunks, and a good story about how you're allergic to the sun. <laughs> she obviously did not have a man of binds. She's the man on DVD. Like, did, to was learn she the just going to walk out to the pool with, like, a hoodie on and be like, what's up? <laughs> like, what um, was her plan? She didn't have any plan because Disguise 101 is have a wig. And right. Bailey just tucked her hair into her hat. Because as soon as there's an environmental mishap, the whole thing obviously falls apart. But we'll get to that. Um, gosh, what else even happens after that? Aren't they? They're in class I don't know. and like something happens I, with the. I kind of blanked out. I did sure. too. Uh, there's no, a it, scene where they're in class and Zach and Cody are talking about how much they hate their roommates and they want to switch. Yeah. And they think that they'll just switch because Cody wants a neat roommate and Zach wants a slob and, like, thinks Woody's hilarious or whatever. Yeah, so after that, Miss Tutwiler takes him to the first class. Mm -hmm. And it's to the marine biology lab. Yeah. And Zach, Cody, and Woody, and Bailey stay behind while the cat, while everyone else leaves to admire the octopus. And, of course, since Zach is very similar to Woody and Bailey's similar to Cody, Bailey and Cody are like, no, don't touch it. And Zach and Woody just playing with it and trying to like feed it and stuff yeah, and it shoots squid ink everywhere and there's a moment yeah. where miss tutwiler comes back into the room and like cody's pants are down and everyone's covered in squid because ink and they all freeze the that moment that just one shot reminded me of a renaissance painting <laughs> because <laughs> somehow the octopus gets thrown out the window so they're all trying to save it and that and so Cody's pants fall down and he's wearing like childish underwear, which, okay. <laughs> yeah, the, she laughs at him. She's like, are those silly bear? I mean, they're like, it's, it's supposed to be care bears, but they can't say that. Yeah. But she's like, e -he -he. it's giving um the teacher from Grinch when she goes, why do you have a bag over your head? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so then they go back to their perspective rooms because they have to wash off the ink off. And so Zach goes first into the bathroom. Well, first, Zach's like, how long does it take to wash up to Bailey? And Bailey's like, I'm moisturizing. And Zach goes, what? And she goes, I mean, I just shaved. <laughs> I'm like, Zach is like, shaved what? <laughs> I'm like, guys can moisturize. Right, but Zach doesn't know that. You know Zach no. doesn't know that. Right. Cody and probably so, has a full, like, Mario Badescu skincare regimen, and Zach is, like, has never put a pair and Zach, of and Zach says, face. And Zach says, arf, arf. Mm -hmm. uh, so, finally, Zach goes into the bathroom, and Bailey, I guess, is trying to adjust her disguise. 
and she doesn't have a wig on so she takes off her hat and her hoodie and her, she has like long hair and Zach again this is the second laugh I got Zach walks out and goes oh my gosh you need a haircut <laughs> I know I love that he does it automatically just be like oh my god it's a woman yeah he's like you need a haircut well, the, isn't that that is when she like tells him, like explains yeah. the situation. Yeah, so she's then, like, I can explain. I'm a girl. And Zach goes, Good, because I'm strangely attracted to you right now. <laughs> no homo here. Right, right. But that then leads to Zach like no longer wanting to switch roommates. I wasn't sure if that was so he could help Bailey keep the secret or because he no. was into her or both. No, because it's a cute girl. Well, and Zach's I mean, like, Zach does kind of end up like showing up and showing out for her at the end of the episode. Well, yeah, because at the end of the day, I guess Zach, the character of Zach, is supposed to be a good guy. But at the, but in this moment, yeah. he's not trying to be helpful. I think. Well, when when Bailey's like, I want to get out of my town. I think Zach feels bad about her. So I think I think it's probably both. Kettle corn, Kansas. Yeah, like I hate. The thing I hate about Disney Channel shows is when someone's from the country, they make everything so hick. I know. Like, not everywhere they is do, like that. They do that with Hannah Montana, too. Oh, yeah, obviously. But, like, with Bailey, she had, like, chickens back home. She was like, well, tell the chickens Sally Mae and Lynn, Loretta Lynn. I said hi. Well, she starts like, off the line by being like, tell Sally Mae and Betty and, and all the other chickens. So, at first, you think she's, like, talking about, like, maybe her little yeah. sisters. But it's chickens. Yeah. So then, after that, Zach all of a sudden is like, "Uh, I I want Bailey to stay in my room." And Coco's like, "Why? You just complained about him the entire time." Yeah. And then, so they go to the video game room. Which, and this, this entire reminds me that London is like barely in this episode too. Yeah, I was like, this entire time London really only had a couple scenes, and she yeah, finally joins because she's there with them, and they have like headphones on or something when they're playing this yeah. game so they don't hear somebody There's come like on a- the intercom and say that they're about to do the lifeboat drill which when you get on a real cruise that is literally the very first thing that you do yeah like before you do anything else i think like you put your shit in your room and then they make you all come back up on deck and you do like a lifeboat drill yeah just so you well, know so- and they're yeah, like, we'll what, s- like two, three days into this, just now doing no, it? No, this is the, I would say this is, is this not the first day still? No, because they've changed, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's been at least a day. It's been at least a day, you're right. Um. So, yeah, they're all, like, having headphones in. What Bailey, London, Zach, and Cody have their headphones in, so they don't hear that, hey, this is just a practice. And so... The alarm's going off because it's a drill, but yeah. they finally realize the alarm's well, going Cody off. Cody looks they don't... at this, like, card that he has that says that one alarm means breakfast, mm-hmm. and two alarms mean something else, and then three alarms means sinking ship. Yeah. But, like, so... imagine that being the breakfast alarm. Like, that's so jarring. Yeah. I would, it is jarring. I would shit my pants every morning upon waking up. <laughs> right. You're fear. like, I'm not hungry anymore. <laughs> I'm not hungry anymore. Like, Glad my like... smoke alarm went off in the middle of the night a couple weeks ago because it was um just like low on batteries and i mm-hmm. woke up like screaming almost oh yeah it's, i would it's, not do that. everything is so startling when you're like been in complete silence for a good 30 minutes like even a little tap of the door i'll go <gasps> <laughs> right or when you're like, remember asleep, that one like... time remember that one time we were hanging out and we were so focused on like watching this movie and then all of a sudden the door dash 
knocked on the door and we both scream. Yeah. <laughs> that was the time. But anyway, so. so finally they all start panicking and Cody, Zach, Bailey, and London go to get life vests. And of course, London being London doesn't want to wear it because it's orange. <laughs> and London's like, I have to change. <laughs> I'm like, oh, jeez. And so, of course, they all get into shenanigans, and they all, like, burst through the door or something. Yeah, I don't they, really like, know how this happens. Yeah, they, like, fall into a pool of water, like, some kind of body of water. Well, they they fall into the hot tub. That's, that's what it was. in the center of the main set piece. Which then immediately makes Bailey's disguise come off. Right. She, she didn't, didn't take... take this plan through it all. There's she gonna she... be water everywhere. <laughs> right. And she didn't go to the Raven disguise class. No, of course not. Um, but yeah, they all think they're drowning, and then it's like they're like, "We can't stand, we can't stand," and then it cuts like a wide shot, and Mosey's like, "Just stand up, it's a hot tub." <laughs> they're like, "Oh," and then of course Bailey's disguise is ruined, and she explains herself um, that she didn't want to wait another year; she like needed to get out. And yeah, so well, since... Zach kind of does that, like, explaining for her. Because they're, yeah. like, they're like, explain yourself. And she's like, I, I don't can't. know. And Zach is like, like yes, excuse me. Yeah. Which I don't That's know it. why she choked up in that moment. But then they're like, well, we can't really. We're sorry, Cause... but every girl has a roommate. And then London's like, I don't. <laughs> right. And Bailey goes, London, thank you. <laughs> Which, like, I've been there, like, I'm, like, bragging about something. They're like, oh, well, Hunter can give that up. I'm like damn it <laughs> right <laughs> um yeah so london has to start rooming with bailey and of course london being london tries to bribe bailey again to for her to get yeah the and then she's room. like i wouldn't leave this for all the money in the world yeah like really because then, then you could get out of kansas if somebody paid you a billion dollars right and then in an interesting first episode it kind of ends on a it's like a two-parter. Was it because was it a two-part premiere or no? No. So we always love to play the game. Was this the actual first episode? And obviously it was. Mm-hmm. First episode filmed, anything. But the episode ends with London uh, running away from the ship, leaving a note. And <laughs> they said, like, the dad was like, well, the reason I sent her is so she couldn't escape. Yeah. Well, obviously London has other ways of transportation and there's a helicopter that picked her up and she's going to an island which of course it was funny because the the note was like p.s send all my things to this island dot 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 where i am not at (laughs) (laughs) i remember that because i think i remember being like "Ugh, i don't want to tune in for next week because this episode let me down but i need to know where yeah so i thought it was i thought it was interesting that this is one of the rare cases that a Disney Channel show had a continuing storyline. Yeah, it happened like so next clearly. week, and then Mosby like, ends up overboard again. Yeah, which somehow. I'm like, fool me, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. It's very telling that you just watched this earlier today, and I watched it yesterday or the day before, and we've already forgotten like large chunks of the plot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's no Zach and Cody is like. I mean, I feel like we we say, we say it to we're blue in the face, but it's so good. Yeah, and I'm it's tr- it's God tier Disney Channel. It's good without the rose colored glasses. It is. The sweet life on deck is just not. 
it's just not the well, same. Well, I didn't even, similar to like how you said, I think you felt about this too, that you didn't enjoy it when you were younger either. And like, no, neither I didn't. did I. Like, I watched it and was like, dang, that was, that was a bummer. Yeah. And it's not like this show came out like two years later after this week, Zach and Cody. It literally came out three weeks after. Yeah. So it's not like my opinion of the sweet life in general would change three weeks later. Right. I, but as, even like, if I had, like, I don't know, maybe if I had had, like, two years without The Sweet Life and then they put it back on and I was like, oh, like, maybe I would have clung to some semblance of, it, of like, wanting to feel like it was good more. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I just didn't. And I was able to be like, okay, never mind and just not watch it anymore. <laughs> Yeah, there wasn't... I remember watching the second episode. I definitely watched the second episode. And then I may have... I'm sure that I caught it here and there. Yeah, I caught as it I did here with and there. most other things. But I, I never made it a point to watch it again. Oh, that. no, me either. It was not appointment viewing like The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody was. I remember The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody was such appointment viewing that there was an episode that premiered when I had a church basketball game. <gasps> and there was a potential that it was gonna get canceled and i remember my dad taking me to the game in my mind i'm like please please let it be canceled because i gotta see the sweet life episode and it was canceled so i got to see it Uh, why did it get canceled um i think it was something to do with rain it was like a bad rainstorm and there wasn't like we couldn't get in touch with the coach or something so we weren't really sure if it was still happening so we drove there anyway and there was no one parked outside, and like the lights were off, and I was like, "Oh, that's where, there's no game." So we went back and I watched. The so we live. I said, "This is." Ri-, I was like, "This was sweet." S u i t e. Lord. Sweet. So, it, are there any like overall thoughts? I know we kind of just did our overall thoughts of the series. Yeah, it, my overall I mean, thoughts is that it's just kind of a bummer, and it's got it's got the sweet life setups and the sweet life characters and the sweet life jokes, but without the sweet life. Zest. Yeah. I mean, is there too much of a good thing? Too much of a sweet thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe that's the overall lesson. I mean, even some of the like later episodes of Sweet Life were not great. Yeah. So even I mean, then, you know, like it was even... already faltering and they just decide to put it back up again. And I think the majority of people when they think of Sweet Life, they think of of Zach and Cody. Of course. Like, that's their first. Of course. And I I've seen interviews with Dylan and Cole both agree that the best years of the sweet life franchise were at the hotel i don't think anybody thinks on deck is better than sweet life i don't know maybe there's a poll we can put out and see if that's people think i guess we can but if anybody says that they thought on deck was better i would like to (laughs) talk their brain talk them face to face right all right. Uh, since this is like the second spinoff Disney Channel ever did, mm-hmm. and the first spinoff was uh, Cory in the House, which was obviously spun off of That's a Raven, I can't help but thinking while watching the Sweet Life on Deck, WWRD, what, what would, would Raven, Raven do? do? Yep, that's me. <laughs> All right. Well, obviously you. Raven Wait. would have a foolproof disguise. Oh, she would have. A foolproof disguise. <laughs> that so, is like yeah. the number one. If Raven was on this way on deck, and I'm assuming she would be the Bailey role. Probably. Well, it could happen because Raven is in the Sweet Life universe. She is. Um. Oh, yeah. She would have a full one. She wouldn't use her real name. No. Just, her name would be Ray. R-A-Y. Yeah. 
Somebody, and, I bet somebody at some point would call her Ray, and she'd go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> oh, and when I can tell you in the octopus scene when it squirted all over people, she'd be like, "Ew, ew." I mean, yeah, I loved her. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's an easy one. Raven would kick Bailey's disguises ass. Yeah, Raven would have had yeah. her hair laid flat or wig she would have had an alibi for why she couldn't be shirtless in the sun Mm -hmm. she probably would have already had a a reason that she couldn't room with somebody else oh yeah she would she would have have had it ready to go oh yeah she would have latex this she would have like a fake nose she'd probably have facial hair too oh yeah and it would like come off a little bit she'd be like oh sorry it's a genetic disease (laughs) <laughs> called called a l- l- loose mustacheitis. Your mustache kind of falls off your face a little bit. <laughs> They're like, oh, loose mustacheitis. Never heard of it. She's like, yeah, yeah, it's a family genetic thing. If Sorry, Zach said it, arf, arf to her, like she'd probably walk up ready to punch him and then be like, oh, I mean, uh, yeah, you right, bro. Um, No, she'd be like, you little nasty. Be like, what? I mean, <laughs> that's nasty, bro. Like nasty, like sick. <laughs> <laughs> you little nasty. I mean. Yeah, my girl a little nasty. <laughs> she a freak. She a freak. Oh, god! I know that's pushing it a little bit, but... It's pushing it a tad. But it's funny. But, uh, anyway, it's time for your reading Disney Channel. Oh. You're reading Disney Channel. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's my segue. There's no way to segue to that. Sure. All right. Your reading Disney Channel is a segment we like to do when we focus on a specific TV show, episode, or movie. And since we're talking about the very first episode of The Sweet Life on Deck, ty- titled The Sweet Life Set Sail, we are talking. We are going to be reading a scene from that. All right. This is the scene where Bailey, disguised as a boy, meets Zach for the first time as her future roommate. So all you need to know is Bailey is having trouble keeping her disguise under wraps, but Zach has obviously no clue what's going on. There are moments where this is the scene where Zach picks up the bikini top, and then there's also a rope that Bailey picks up out of her suitcase that she is going to divide the room in. So we, if you listen to this and you hear reactions, just know that that is, you have to just imagine we're picking those up. All right. All right. I know usually I give you the choice, Becca, but... I want to be Zach, and I want you to be Bailey. I was going to suggest ne- that anyway, so. I need you to be Bailey. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Yes. And action. Yo, what's up? I'm Bailey Pickett. Sup? Hey, Broseph. What's going on? I'm Zach Martin. <laughs> Which we forgot to address that she screams when he offers her a fist bump, but okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> fist pound. Whoa, what mess. Oh, no. You're not one of those neat freaks, are you? Because I've dealt with one of those before. No, man. I'm just one of the guys. Uh, That's my <laughs> girlfriend's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't think it was yours. So uh, what's your girl like? She's very intelligent and has a great personality. <laughs> arf, arf. <laughs> Dude, I didn't mean to offend you. Oh, no. I just thought I'd hang a rope to divide up the room. I like my privacy. Ugh, you are one of those neat freaks. No, I'm real easygoing. Here's the bathroom schedule. Uh, not sure I can go on schedule. Helps if you eat bran. Hmm? 
and scene. I almost started laughing before I said arf arf. <laughs> it was it gets funny. Me every, it gets me every time. It was funny. All right. What's the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? My Disney Channel lesson is... Please think before you pack. Think before you pack something that is going to expose you before you even <laughs> have begun. Yeah, I think piggybacking on that, if you want to do a really good disguise and you're trying to hide your hair, just get a wig from Party City. Dog, I don't think a disguise is going to be feasible for like a long period of time in a small, small space like that. No. Where you're contained around people in like a vessel that you physically cannot leave. No. But I mean, if you're going to do that, you have to go above and beyond. And Bailey right. didn't even go. Bailey didn't even go beyond. She didn't even go above. She no. kind of just stood there. She goes, oh, I think this hat will work. After she had really long hair. The hat would have worked if you cut your hair, but you need a wig. She could have just let it be out and just been like, <laughs> and been like a dude with long hair. Like, I don't know. She yeah, just she clearly didn't think any of it through. No. And neither did this show. That's true. <laughs> All right. No, the Disney uh, people... executive just went, money. Money, 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 money. But not too much money for you, but too, a lot of money for us. Money, money, money. All right, Becca, if people want to see how your boat's rocking, <laughs> where can they find you? <laughs> Ain't no stopping us now, because we're living the sweet life on my Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> hey, oh, it's Becca, <laughs> H-E-Y-O. Um, you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel, Becca Stogner, for my Robin Williams reviews while they are still happening. We'll be wrapping those up in the coming weeks, so make sure you hop on the train before they finish. And check out my other podcast as well, Youth Group Survivor Support Group. New episode out this week. Um, came out today, actually, Wednesday the 2nd, but it is available now. Woo-hoo. We'll have a new episode again before the month is over, and you can follow us on all of our socials if you just look up YGSSG Podcast. Nice. And if you want to see how my boat's rocking, you can find me on Instagram at Real Hunter Martin, Twitter, H. Cameron Martin. And if you want to keep up to date with everything about this podcast, we're on all the social medias. We're on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. If you type in at the Time Machine Podcast, we will come up. Uh, leave us a review. Rate and review us. Come on. Give us a five-star rating. You know you want to. Uh, tell us what you like. Tell us what you want. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want. <laughs> uh, DM us. We love talking to you guys on all the social medias. Uh, follow us on Instagram because we don't just post about uh, our episodes and that goes with all social medias we kind of just do fun things fun throwbacks and stuff just to you know to reactivate that part of your brain that hasn't been activated since 2010 uh, yeah dms we love talking to you guys nothing brings us joy as someone we don't know reaching out to us and saying that we found you and we like love listening to you guys and we just really appreciate it appreciate that so never Never hesitate to talk to us um, because we want you guys to have so much fun listening to this as we have fun making it. All right. Well, next week is our 50th episode. (gasps) 50th. So we've got a really special and fun uh, episode in the works for you guys. Yes. If you've listened to all 50, thank you. Um, Or if you're planning on listening to all 50 because this is 49. Right. But yeah, thanks to all the listeners. Make sure you stay tuned for that. Yes. And if you're just now joining us and finding us. We're happy to have you. Yes. And uh, come along for the ride because we're living the sweet life now. Well, oh, well. Until next time, we 
Oeo. Uh, we'll see you. We'll see you later, time travelers. Always buck your seatbelts. <laughs>